I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Al Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain. Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertain. <laughs> This month is... Wow! Oh, Maze, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. (laughs) So that this promo can remain evergreen. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Cinefo. Wherever you get podcasts. (laughs) I'm Hallie Levant welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community so you can be blessed by them as well. Oh, Pastor Steve had such a beautiful message this past weekend about Jesus calming the storm. And I know he had people ask him things afterwards about things like Katrina and stuff like that. And, you know, surely, you know, God heard the prayers of Christian families who fled the rising waters for the safety of their attics only to be slowly drowned there. And I get it. You know what? I was visiting a dear friend of mine in the hospital this week, and she's battling cancer. And she looked at me and she said, the Bible is a very big book. You know, God had room to instruct us in great detail about how to keep slaves and sacrifice a wide variety of animals. Why do you think he couldn't have easily summarized in a few pages a cure for cancer? And I get it. I feel your pain out there, my friends. It's frustrating sometimes. You feel like you're talking to your invisible friend when your prayers aren't answered the way you'd like them to. But doesn't it make you excited for heaven when we're going to be free from all this pain and suffering? Thank goodness it isn't a fantasy we comfort ourselves with, but it's a very real place with streets of gold and no pain and no guilt and shame. 
<laughs> and I think it's going to be awesome. And friends, when you get there, I want you to ask for me because I'm going to I'm going to ask if I can have a little booth by the Golden Gates up there in the front so I can welcome in all our Twin Hills community and our listening audience. Won't that be neat? I think it's so awesome. I want to meet all of you, even if it's just someday in heaven. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Proverbs 17, 17 says a friend loves at all time and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Didn't say a sister. It's right there in the Bible. It says men are going to be there for each other in tough times, not women. So I got to get my brother out here. Hey, Gray. Hey, Hallie. So good to be here. Awesome. Uh, I, I just love, uh, I love that verse. Isn't that neat? I love Proverbs. It comforts me. You know, when I think of Proverbs, I think proverbs, right? Ooh. These are, these are positive actions that we can take in our lives. And mm. that's when I, that's how I think of those proverbs. And that's so neat. Yeah. Hey, fella, why don't you tell me why you're too blessed to be stressed? Oh, I'm too blessed to be stressed this week. I had a really awesome week. We had a great gathering with Climax or uh, Sundays, Wednesdays. And uh, this week uh, I got asked by one of my kids, uh, Mackenzie Lufton, you might mm-hmm. know her. Mm-hmm. She's a junior this year and she's a real leader uh, in, a, in a school. She asked me, uh, she said, hey, Gray, would you come over to North Central High School? Uh, where a lot of our kids go, we're having a club day. Mm. And a club day is where all the different organizations at the, at the school, uh, you know, basically show off uh, what they're all about in the in the gym. Mm. And she said, you know, I'm part of InnoVarsity. I'm also part of uh, Young Life. I'm, I'm part of the uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And she's also part of Young Teen Christians in Action Together. Wow. So um, those were, uh, the you know, a lot of these great Christian groups. And she said, hey, why don't you come out, um, just see what we're up to and uh, connect with us. I said, great. So I went over to North Central and all these awesome groups were in the gym. And um, I looked around and I I started to get a bit sad, really, because some of these groups were really not positive, uh, positive type groups that you want to get into when you're you're a teenager. Some were about gaming. Uh, There were some about heavy metal music. Um, there were others about um, uh, there was a hip hop club, which, you know, I'm not opposed to hip hop. I, I like how the the rhymes sort of bounce around, but I oftentimes think that the content's not not positive. Ah. So I said, hey, guys, I think we can really make a positive change here today. So I said, hey, let's let's pray a hedge of protection around this gym. Mm. So a bunch of the Christian kids, we all got together. We joined hands. We made a big circle around all the clubs and we just started to pray a hedge of protection. And Mackenzie really led these kids. And she just said, you know, Father God, I just want to pray uh, that that everybody is just blessed here and that maybe they would quit these other groups and come to our group where the doors are always open and it's always going to be really positive. And right as she finished saying, and, and I and I really do think it's going to have an impact. So right as we're finishing the prayer, someone, a guy, he's, you know, looked like a football player, really. He comes running through and he breaks breaks through where I'm holding Mackenzie's hand and breaks through the chain. <gasps> And it dislocates a shoulder uh, or, you know, basically tore a rotator cuff. And uh, I was like, okay, what's going on? I thought maybe this was uh, some kind of protest. Uh, They didn't want to to be blessed. It was a Red Rover club. And so the Red Rover club thought we were challenging them. And they sent a bunch of kids, uh, went running around, went run amok. And so um, Mackenzie's doing great. And um, I, I loved being with those, those young kids. But um, yeah, it was, it was unfortunate because it really did some damage to a shoulder. Wow. We'll pray for her rotator cuff. Absolutely. You know what? He is bigger than, he is bigger than a shoulder. He that, can handle it. That's right. And uh, if, if you have cares, you can put them on God's shoulders. Isn't that that's right? right. And that's God's so never going to tear a rotator cuff. That's right. Because he doesn't have them. 
Well, I'll tell you what. I had the neatest thing happen this week because I got to talk to a neighbor that I never have talked to before in my neighborhood. Oh, who's that? It's so neat. His name is Townie. And I was walking one of my dogs, Padiddle. He only has one eye. Anyway, so I was taking Padiddle on a walk. And as I was going by Tony's house, Tony, he had this pit bull holding on with its mouth to a rope. And Tony was holding the rope up over his head and behind his, and he was doing these pull-ups behind his body like this. And he was just pulling up the dog. Okay, so that wouldn't be a pull-up technically, Hallie. That would be a tri-extension, probably. He was doing a tri-extension with a big, thick rope Okay. with a dog on the end of it. And the dog's just going, and he's lifting the dog up and down and up and down. And I said, wow. I said, that's impressive. And his dog let go of the rope, came over, and was trying to sniff my dog. And and, um, Tony, I introduced myself to Tony. I said, I'm Hallie. He said, I'm Tony. And um, I said, why have I never seen you before? And he was like, well, I've just recently been out of jail. And I said, well, welcome back. And we have a really cool, um, you know, back into being integrated out of jail uh, into a church program. I told him all about that. Anyway, he said, um, I said, what's your dog's name? I said, this is Padiddle. And he said, this is D-Thing. And I said, D-Thing. And he said, yep, because he's just doing his thing. And I said, well, isn't that neat? And D-Thing and Padiddle were sniffing around each other. And then, you know what he said to me? He goes, can D-Thing, you know, uh, can, is Padiddle a female? And I said, Padiddle is a female. And he said, okay. he said, can D-Thing, you know, get on there? And I said, what did, you, what did he mean by that? I think he wanted to let D-Thing have his way with Padiddle. And I was like, Well, no. Padiddle's not going to be able to see that coming. No, especially if he comes on the left side. And plus, she's a corgi. She'd, he, he, she would be so easy to get on top of because she's just practically like a little step stool as, as it is. Right. And I said, Tony, I'm not comfortable with that at all. I didn't, I didn't care for it at all. And plus, my, that's my dog that's on Xanax. Have I told you about that? No. Well, it started out with fireworks. I went to get the fireworks pills for Padilla because she gets all upset at the 4th of July. And then I realized they work so well on her. But you know how I had to get them filled? At the vet, they gave me a prescription for the CVS. Okay. So I went to the CVS and they said, what's the patient's birthday? And I said, the patient's birthday? I don't know. It's a dog. Right. Padiddle. Yeah. And they said, what's the dog's name? And I said, well, I guess it's Labonte. I said, the patient's name is Padetto Labonte. And I'd made up a birthday. I said, January 1st. I didn't know. And so then they gave me the Xanax. And then it worked so well on her. But I'll tell you what, I was taking it home from the CVS. And I was like, this is human Xanax. Right. So so I was cuddling with Padetto that night. And I said, do you want to be on Xanax? And I couldn't tell what her answer was. And I said, do you want me to be? (laughs) And so I started taking some of her Xanax and I like it. Well, you better not tell your sister. I know my sister doesn't care for the pharmaceuticals at all. But I hope Tony comes to Twin Hills because I think he would really be blessed by it. Yeah, we have a really great reentry ministry. And if there's anything that's going to get you to uh, not go back to jail, it's coming to church. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, You will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. 
I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good and not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I will tell you what, just like Job started out with a great family who probably didn't deserve to be wiped out just so he could learn a lesson, we are starting out with an incredible guest from our church family today. Please welcome Adra Molina. Muchas gracias. <laughs> Muchas gracias. Thank you I very know much. I I say your name wrong. Oh, Edri. Edri. Edri Molina. Edri. Edri Molina. Edri Molina. Edri Molina. Sí. Edri Molina. You got it. Edri Molina. No, yeah, Edri Molina. You know, a lot of times people think that my accent is actually Spanish. Oh, really? I think I'm from Spain. Oh, isn't that neat? Yeah. It's probably, uh, yeah, it just, it sounds Spanish to a lot of people. Specifically, maybe it sounds like Barcelona. Right. Because I think they have different accents in different parts of the country. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that neat? It's so good to have you, Edri. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank oh, you for having me. Edri is so excited. We are definitely too anointed to be disappointed, aren't we? See? See? <laughs> uh, see? Oh, no. <laughs> now, Edri's got a really awesome uh, job here, actually. A very important job. At Twin um, Hills, that's and right. It's, it's basically uh, dealing with uh, the problem that we've got of people who don't speak the English language. That's right. That's correct. So, you know, how are you going to minister to those people if you can't, if, if they can't understand? And that's where Edri basically solved the problem for us. 
I feel uh, the church solved the problem for me oh. as well. So I'm happy to, so happy to be a part of the church and to be able to uh, help out in any way that I can. So tell us, uh, oh. what is the ministry that is helping these people who are just like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Because a lot of times someone will be lost and I'll be like, hey, go this way. And they'll just say, I uh, don't understand. Yes. No say. Yeah. Exactly. Is that how you say no say? No say? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Right. That's right. Yes. That's very true. Sometimes you can get lost in translation. Yes. But the other part of that I like is you can be lost in translation, but you can be found in faith. Oh, no? in the name? that is awesome. <gasps> you can also get lost on this campus very easily. Oh, yes. It's a big campus. Yes. It's my first couple of weeks were a little tough, but, right. you know, yes, now I know my way around. So so tell us about your ministry. I mean, it, the mess ministry is pretty new, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It wasn't here from the beginning, and you've really helped craft the mess. That's correct. Yes, mess is the uh, Ministro Español for Spanish Speakers. Right. M-E-S-S. Yes, Ministro Español for Spanish Speakers. Ministro Español. For Spanish, Spanish speakers. speakers. Yes, so we take uh, the ministry that normally happens in the church, and I am able to do that in Spanish oh. for the people who speak Spanish that come to Twin Hills. Amazing. So, so how does that work? Yeah, because because we have a separate um, we have a separate stage that you all use on on Sundays. Yes, and and as uh, Steve. Is giving the message in the main auditorium. In the main auditorium, you're simultaneously giving the message his message. The, his message in the Spanish auditorium. That's correct. How does that work? Well, so I am in the other auditorium, right? And I wish I could be listening and present and be there for Steve's uh, sermon, right? But I am in a way because they have. Um, by the technology that we have in the church, right. I can hear in my ear what Steve is saying, and I am oh. able to, at the moment, translate that to the people in front of me. Oh. So the Spanish speakers are there, and they can see on the screen Steve, but they see me in front, <laughs> and I'm listening, and I can what? say what he say. So they see, so they see Steve on the on yes. the on the, high on the big right. on the big yes, and then they but they hear you. So a lot of times, you, so you're basically just trying to sync up whatever yes. you're saying with whatever yes. Steve is saying. Yes. That's awesome. You must have such a quick brain. Oh, yes. It's very quick. I tried to, you know, at first it was a little difficult. Sure. Um, I can pick up the language, yeah. but, um, it, you know, you have to make sure you get that. It's not just the words, it's the message, yeah. the intention. Ooh, of what is being said. That's right. So right. I'm able to, you know, uh, hear with my ear, make contact with my eyes, make sure the mouth is so many senses at once. Right. You yeah. know? Do you mind if we try that? Yes, we can. Okay, great. Yes. So I'll just do a little, uh, maybe I'll just do a little piece of maybe what I would say to my Climax ministry. Okay. Because I don't get a translator. This is oh. this is cool. Well, listen, if you want one, I am available. <laughs> okay. I, okay. As much as I can help out, I am happy. Okay, yeah. so I'll go ahead and, and, and maybe try to say something of what I would say to my teens and then see if you can translate it, like you said, into the spirit of, of what needs to be said. Okay, but honestly, you can probably come in and speak with Spanish speakers because you do have a little bit I, oh, right. a little bit and I, they can maybe pick up one thing or two okay know? okay because yeah, yeah. it might be my accent because it, they could might be. Be, yeah. it could be I don't know a single word of Spanish but I think my accent would probably yes, help yes yes okay so here we go um, hey guys hola amigos we are gathered here today aquí because hoy we've got this pain tenemos un dolor in our hearts en el corazón hoy. because porque one of our one, One of, of our teens, my best friend, she died in a car accident. Ay, last night. lo que pasó que alguien se murió. 
Mira, mira, aquí se murió. Esto no hay manera que podríamos but, a saber que esto iba a pasar. But we didn't see, pero Jesus didn't see his death coming, Jesucristo, right? él no sabía que iba a morir. And so what we need to Entonces, think about tenemos que pensar happen, cuando cosas malas pasan. Like when Amanda como cuando Amanda, Amanda off the road permiso, it was Amanda. It's probably he, See, I that think is the difficult thing there. Sure. It's probably he says things because he's from down under. I think he was talking about a girl named Amanda. Amanda. Oh, oh Amanda. What did you think? I, Amanda. Oh, I thought there was an R in there. Oh, Amanda. But see, that is, I am so happy that happened because this is something I deal with every week. Right. There are some things that, in my language, I don't really know. Okay. Sure. So I have to, on the fly, uh, say something, and I may think this might not be the right thing. Right. But I cannot communicate. It's a one way. So Steve is in my ear, but I cannot speak to Steve. Right. So if I cannot say, hey, wait, what did you say? Say that again, please. See, I just see. have to go. Now, I just uh, want to make sure everybody knows Amanda did not die in a car accident. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that was just, I was just sort of spitballing because those are the same things that happen that sometimes Ay, caramba. Happen. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing. If you say, I don't know, you know, what I'm saying, I have to deliver. It's like, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> right. I'm that's just right. the messenger. That's right. right. You know? Oh, but I think you are a gifted pastor. I can oh, see I it. Know, you're expressive. You're using your hands. Yeah, thank you. And you have to make decisions. I can tell you have to make decisions of how to make it, you know, change over. Yeah, it's my workout. It's honestly, oh. I, no matter what I try to do during the week for my body, this is the best workout. You know, it's really cool too, because uh, as you were doing that, I wish Steve could hear what you're doing because oh. it almost mm -hmm. made me mm -hmm. want to get a little more animated. And oh. also, I sort of wanted to change. I wanted to throw a bit of a curve in there just oh. to see if he could uh, what he was going to do with it because yeah. I almost I'm, I'm you know what I'm glad Steve can hear it because I think he would want to say okay let me see if I can stump him or maybe I'll say oh. a weird phrase just to say it to see if he's paying attention uh, that was awesome I, I feel really so privileged privileged oh. to hear uh, Steve and feel that close to him even though we may not have much a uh, uh, communication in person uh, face to face right. but I I feel I feel very close to him now have you ever met him no i have not okay i've none no i have not you are so lucky though because you've practically met him because he's in your head yes he's using you so you got one of those things going in your ear like the fox and friends people oh yeah uh, yes yes yeah I, you got it going right in your like ear a Rivera. <laughs> now do you ever hear steve in your head when you're not oh there? wow all the time <gasps> okay all the time And I don't know. I, I I feel like I said I have not met him, but I do feel a part of him. Right. Yeah. You know. It must when you hear, when you hear somebody's voice that much, you, it might. It almost it seems like because like I remember I used to listen to the Newsboys all the time, and at some point I actually started thinking, okay, is this me or is this the Newsboys? Like I actually didn't know if if it was me singing or the Newsboys. Singing. Exactly. Exactly. Is that. You know who I used to um, like is Pedro the Lion. And you know what? I was thinking, it's almost the same in Spanish as it is in English. How do you say Pedro the Lion? Pedro el Leon. See? Oh, almost the exact very same. Very close. Pedro very... el Leon. Yeah? That's oh. awesome. Leon. Yes, yes. Pedro el Leon. El Leon. Yes. And so, okay, I want to do it with you too, but I'm going to speak Spanish. The little bit I know, okay. and then you do the English, okay? Oh, this is difficult, <laughs> but I, I will try. I will try. Okay, here we go. Here we go. ¿Cuánto cuesta para fumar? How many does it cost to smoke? Yeah, okay. Um, how many does it cost to smoke? Very good. Okay. Um, now, what, how many what? 
Uh, ¿Cuánto cuesta dinero? How do oh, you say it? How much money? How much? See, I say how many and is much. See, this is the problem oh, with right. it. Yeah, but I, I guess I'm wondering, where are you asking? So is this a pay-to-smoke location? Mm. Oh, That's a good question. I'm just trying to remember things that were in my Spanish book. Like, um, how about this? How about, um, hola, flaquita gato. Hey, skinny cat. Hey, what about this? What about and this? you said flaquita, so the A is a, is a female cat. Okay, ah. it's a female oh. cat. Now that was in your Spanish book. How about, hola, gordo perro. Hello, you fat dog. Oh, what kind of Spanish okay. book we? How did do you, you say that? Okay, what about this? ¿Cómo se dice en español, me gusta Jesús Cristo? How do you say in Spanish, I like Jesus Christ? Yeah! Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's I, want, I, want, I want to read that right. book. Right, yes. that's what I was going to say. Your Spanish I meant book to I say read. I love. How do you say I love? I, uh, yo amo. Yo amo Jesús Cristo. Amor is love, so to love is yo amo. When you talk, it makes me feel like dancing. Oh, <laughs> I do love to dance. Ah! I do love to. There is something with the Latinos uh, that you, I think you're born with a sort of a, a movement in you. Yeah. Um, but the movement that is in me most of the time is, is God. Oh, that's the spirit funny? I feel. Yeah. Now, you were you were born and raised in Montana, is that right? I did I did spend some time in Montana. Okay. I did spend some time, a little bit of my childhood. Okay, because you just don't think of that as being a place where you meet a lot of Latino people. Yes. And yes. then you said you moved from Montana to Idaho. Yes, yes. I've been a, a lot of places in okay. the in the US. Um, my family spent a lot of time uh, going across to different places. My father uh, always trying to work several jobs and going around wherever he could find work. Okay. So yes, I did spend time in Montana and, and Idaho. And, and uh, you know, I spent time in the Dakota, South Dakota, North Dakota, right. um, all of those places. Basically the cold upper plains. Yes. States. Yes, which, you know, I talk to, I have a family in South America, in Central America, right. in different places, and the cold to them is, what is that? What is right. the cold? But to me, I was raised around that. So I become comfortable with the cold weather. So basically, when you moved here, you were like, this is warm. Yes, yes. This, you, wow. You were like, this is south of the Summertime, border. Summertime, all the time. Right. Yes. Yeah, Indiana's kind of south. Right. I think oh, from Montana and from Idaho. I yes. mean, this is this yeah. is basically we moving. touch Kentucky. Right. You this know? is basically moving to Cuba if you lived in Georgia. That's yes. right. That's right. Wow. I just think that is so neat. Now, what is the specific accent you have? Is that from Madrid or is that from Mexico City? There's a little. Uh, there's some. My mother is Cuban. Oh, oh Cuba. Okay. Yes, is Cuban, and my father is from Mexico. <gasps> So I have a little, but the accent has because I spend my um how you say a my form for me that my formative uh -huh. my formative form years right. um formative years my formative years uh, thank you uh, I spend it in so many of these places you pick up the language right and a little bit of the accent right mm. because I when when you first came in here I was like I think that guy's from South Dakota. Oh. That's the first thing. You I heard thought. it. Right. Well I, well, I heard it, yeah. My friends in it's South Dakota would, would be, that I was raised there. with, would be very happy to hear right. that yeah. you can hear that. I right. Think. But they still, so even though you've been here most of your life, they still made you do the, um, what's it called, the naturalization test to get your citizenship and all that. What's that called? You have to that study? That is correct. Yes, uh, the citizenship. It has to be naturalized as a citizen. Yes. 
uh, I had to. I, I bet you learned so much stuff when you took that test. Oh, so much information! Ooh. I was overwhelmed with all this information. You should quiz me and Gray. Oh, right. although Gray wouldn't know a lot of USA stuff. It's right. like, oh man, I took this test a while ago. It was many questions. Uh, you know, when was the Constitution of the United States written? Oh, right. uh, uh, well, they think came over on the thing in 1892. Then. It was probably, well, it's been a 1787. Okay. It oh, was wow. the year, yeah, 1787. Oh, right. that's when the Constitution was? Yes. On the yes. 4th of July? Yeah. Um, you know, they did not ask. They just asked the year. So I thankful Ooh. if they had asked me for the day, I don't know. Right. I mean, I thought, yeah, I was definitely going late 18, early. I actually thought 19 for a second, but 17, that's really early. 1787, yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Well, give us another one. Quiz Ooh, us. Um, um, what is a one right of every person living in the United States? Oh, you know you one, have the several rights. So which right. you just have to name one on the exam. Right, um, uh, bear arms. That is one. Oh, yes, okay. yes, that is one. Um, that is one. Sixty-five miles per hour. What is the right to go sixty right miles per hour? I think every state you can go at least that fast. On, That's probably on, right. On a, on a main road. I, I, don't, right. I don't remember that one. Okay. But, you know, I, you might know more than me. Did right. you have to take this test? Great. No, so, actually, I want a visa. It's, um, it's an HC-187, and that is uh, for people who have a, 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 a specific faith-based organization job who bring a certain skill set that you can't get in America uh, to a faith-based job. So, they give about... I think the year that I got mine, they gave about seven, and I was one of the seven. And um, yeah, because I bring a certain skill set that you can't, you can't get in the states. You know what? Are you an immigrant? No, no, okay. I wouldn't consider myself oh, an immigrant because I've been here for so long. Okay, um, I never thought of you that way, and I know that Fox News tells us we're not supposed to, you know, be into them. And I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> and but you're not. I can tell you're not. Yeah, I was, you know, you try to explain, you know, I spent, uh, I was in these places, uh, right. South Dakota, North Dakota, right. uh, but they're very clear that I had to take the exam. Mm. So okay. I studied very hard, um, but happy to have that behind me, and now I can be here, no problem. So, like, do you know how many people are in the House of Representatives? 435. 435? 435. Okay. That's really? I was lot. thinking there was around 100. I would have said 50. Right. Wow. No, 435. 435 people. You know, that's right. There's something about that that's a bit um, it's a bit scary, actually, if you think about Because in Australia, we don't have a House of Representatives. Mm. When you think about that many representatives, there's probably a bit too much representation of too many different opinions. So you can't really make a decision. And that's why I think a lot of times in our country, we've got too many voices saying too many things. And it's like, hey, guys, there's really about one or two th ways we could think about things. Uh, and if we prayed about it, you probably wouldn't need all this representation. That's right. That's right. Now, Edre, 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 yes. yes. Um, when you dream or pray, is it in English or in Spanish? It's in Espanol. Oh. It's in Spanish. Yes. I, I'm going to be honest. I grew up in the church, pero in the uh, Catholic church. Oh, I'm so sorry. In Spanish. Yes. Um, I. You know, so everything was in Spanish. You know, our father, when I would have to say, was Padre, our Padre Nuestro, que estás en el cielo, padre. would be the, our father. Padre. So every I learned everything in Spanish. So oh. I can't help when I pray to naturally do it in Spanish. Oh. Yeah. But I actually, 
had a falling out with the church when I was, you know, I, I was uh, baptized. I had my baptismo. Okay. I, I had my uh, communion, my communion. Oh. I had my confirmation, okay. my confirmation. And, and after that, I did not want to be a part of the church anymore. Wow. The Catholic Church, right. um, you know, maybe I was a rebellious teenager, okay. and didn't, and my parents wanted to go, and I didn't want to go anymore. Sure. But I also did not like the time that I spent in the Catholic Church. Oh, right. For me to go once a week was, I'm sorry to say, very boring. Right, very boring time. Right. I sit down, they speak, I then need to speak to this man about my problems right. and confess my pecados, you know, oh. my sins. Oh, so I got oh, it. was just a man, just a just man. a man, just oh, okay. a man. And I said, I thought he's supposed to be a, one of the one of the priests, you right. know. But no, it was just a guy. Okay, just, just a man. They did that. Oh, That's too bad. Wow. No, even not even the little box where you go to speak the confession. Oh, right. None of that. Just go up to this guy oh, outside, right, and tell him what you did. Oh, wow. So this I don't. I didn't like that. Right. I didn't like that. So I got away. And basically said, I'm not going to do the church anymore. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I came to Indiana uh, and I was driving. I was on a road trip uh, with no map, uh, just driving. Following the spirit. I say, I'm go wherever I go. That's correct. For the adventure. And my car broke down. Oh. Uh, and my car breaks down and I get so frustrated. <laughs> oh, the car broke down. Is it out of gas? My father used to fix cars. Right. But I could not, I did not know how we didn't spend a lot of time together. So I didn't know how to fix my own car. So I got outside the car and I kicked the tires and I hit the hood and just all this anger right. that's been building all these years. Oh. And I wiped my face and I looked down the street and I see this church. Oh. Oh. And I walk inside and I hear the singing right. and the shouting right. and this voice of Stephen mm. that I did not know a couple of years later will be in my ear oh. all the time. So I'm so happy. Well, thank you again for having me here. But so happy that I found this place. Oh, we're so you blessed. Know, I love to hear that because that's really a God thing. Where, you know, he could have taken a road trip anywhere. Yeah. He could have driven anywhere. His car could have broken down anywhere. He mm. could have wiped his face mm. anywhere. Mm -hmm. And he wiped his face, I'm guessing, probably somewhere out on the access road. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he was even driving down the access road yes. mm -hmm. is, is awesome. I was lost. I was completely lost. And now oh. you're found. Mm -hmm. oh. You know, I did have one question. When you call um when you call God Padre when you were young, now did you ever confuse that with the baseball team? Yes, you know, it's it's confusing, you right. know. Well, uh, speaking a one language and being in a country that they speak another language. Right. So I would say so the father, yes, the padre, mm -hmm. and um um God would be Dios. Okay. Um and so I'd have to say yes, the the padre. Right. And my family we like baseball. And we watch it and I wait, wait a second. Is there this team of all these priests and playing together right. in this league? Why can't one of them come to my church? Because the padre we had was not one of these padres. Right. Do you know what I mean? Uh, right, right. So yeah, it's confusing. It's a lot of things yeah. that in one word you hear in English and in Spanish and you just say, wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. Right. You just said, you know, with all the smells and bells and cockle shells, you just don't need all that um, to, to basically be close to God. All we need here is a room. Mm -hmm. We just need a room. We need a stage. Yeah. Uh, we need 
um, a little over 4,000 seats. That's right. And we need um, we need a production quality. We need a lighting grid. Mm-hmm. And we need... Programming uh, that has excellence? D- excellent programming. We need two iMeg screens. Mm-hmm. Um, we need a an excellent sound system. Mm-hmm. A full band. A full band. We, we State-of-the-art vocalists. Right. We, we do need uh, LED lighting. Strobes. And mm-hmm. um, that's basically all you need. That's to it. That's, that's it. all you need. That's all. And you know what? I bet it's okay that you pray in Spanish because, you know, who could translate it in his own head? God. Isn't that sunny? Yes, he can. <laughs> because he probably knows all of the languages, you know? That's the thing. Um, we we can have, I hope that, you know, the Ministro Español for Spanish Speakers is just the beginning. Right. Yeah. Because any language can come into Twin Hills, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Because the Lord can understand them all. That's right. You know? Yeah. I did a... Um, so after sometimes uh, when we finish is when, you know, I take out the little earpiece right. and people come up and say, gracias, gracias for, for this. Thank you for today. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't understand. Sorry. I didn't oh, yes, understand. yes, yes. Gracias is thank you. Okay, yes, yeah. right. So um, they thank me and I try to, you know, then maybe get a little bit of what I would say to them, you know, right. because I understand the culture. So I know I try to explain to them that it's okay that you speak this other language because God can understand you. So there's this um, a popular song and uh, the um, Luis Fonsi and then Justin Bieber uh, the Despacito. Oh, so right. I yeah. taught him a little bit. Uh, this is my version oh. that is Jesucristo oh. instead of Despacito. Oh yes. You know what I mean? Because See. then they can connect and understand. Oh wait a minute, Jesucristo. Hey, would you do it for us? Oh yes, of course. Oh. Um, okay, so the song is Despacito, right? Um, and we change it to Jesucristo. Oh, so it goes that. a little like this. Is what I sing to them. Um, Jesucristo is Jesus Christ in Spanish, because oh. God also speaks Spanish. Uh-huh. That's right, He understands Spanish. Oh. Jesucristo, and then they all sing oh. along and they join in, and we have a good time, you know. <laughs> So they, yeah, it's so fun. I, I try to do as much of that as I can. And I tried to, um, oh, um, one of my favorite movies, um, I don't know if you've seen it. This was when I was outside of the church. Um, it's called Y Tu Mama Tambien. Mm. Oh, and it's a, it's a movie by this director, um, Alfonso Cuaron. Mm, okay. Sounds and, so good. Oh, he's, he's amazing. And, um, but this movie is about two young men, okay. Latino men, and they go on this road trip, oh, right? Yeah. And they uh, meet a woman oh. and they, they sin. They sin. Okay. They oh. sin a lot in this movie. Oh. Um, but I thought, what if we take that idea and we change it? So instead of, y tu mamá también, y tu papá también. Oh. And who is the father? God. God. You know? Oh. So, 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 so the idea would be two men, yes. they go on a road trip with God. Yes. And then they sin, but... Or do they? Oh, do uh, they? They might attempt. I'm working on it. I'm I, working I, I, on it. I think I haven't implemented it yet, but it's something I'm thinking. Maybe I could write this idea and present it, and we can read wow. this together, or or present it, you know, in some sort of way. Uh, absolutely. You know, I think a lot of people they they don't know what they don't know, Mm-mm. and especially when I hear that, I'm like, okay, I hear that. Um, how do you say it, uh, Papa and uh, Papa and Padre. Padre yes. and uh, Tam- Tamian, Papa Tamian, 
y tu papá también. Okay, también. see, that's what I'm confused because there's yes. actually a, an Australian TV, children's TV show called Papa Tambien. Oh. And he's a wallaby who, uh, it's basically, his, his name's Papa Tambien. He's got all these little wallabies and it's very, um, it's very, you know, juvenile. Because um, the wombats are always sort of bopping each other on the head. Oh, uh, womb, wombat, I don't under uh, wombat. Yeah, right. Uh, wombat is um, basically a. How would you say this? Um, it would be like a ground, a furry, a furry ground pig. Mm. Mm. And um, yeah, they're always doing sort of crass things because kids, you know, in Australia love uh, crass humor. So all the all the um, all the wombats are sort of always uh, putting each other's face in each other's mm. bums. And that's kind of the whole the whole show. Do you have any animals like that that do that in the Spanish speaking cultures in North Dakota or Montana? Oh, um, that I don't. We have it. You know, there's the mythical uh, uh, chupacabra that Ooh. they say is I've never seen it. Oh, I've seen Star Wars. Oh yeah, the the chupacabra. Oh, the chupacabra. Right. It's a it's a little creature that and um, they I, say. I think he's pretty big. Well, is the chupacabra is like a creature that right. is, comes out and is supposed to... Uh, yeah, shoots the blasters. And, He's a pilot, right? Right, co-pilot. Okay, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe that's the one. That, I think that's it, yeah. Okay, yeah. The chupacabra. Yeah, well, that's the same in our culture. Mm. I'll tell you what, Edri. I think Edri, I think that it's Edri so... Is. Edri Edri. Edri. I think it's... I think that it's so... So providential that you came out of the Catholic Church and that you found the truth, you know? Mm -hmm. Because also there's so much scandal in that church. And you know what? There hasn't been any Me Too in evangelicalism at all, and I don't expect there ever will be. So we're real lucky. So stick with us, buddy, boy, okay? I will. And that's so neat. Oh, that's so neat. Great. If we dip into the mailbag, he could answer in Spanish. Oh, that would be great, just in case the person who... Oh, could you do it in both? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Okay, It'd be my pleasure. Yeah, let's dip into the mail. Well, just like Joseph had to reach for his Technicolor dream coat, I've got to reach for your letters in my mailbag. Here we go. This is a good one. Hi, Hallie and Gray and guests. Hola, Hallie, Gray, yes. I've noticed a lot of people at Twin Hills wear fragrances to church. Uh, Can I get that one more time? I've noticed a lot of people at Twin Hills wear fragrance to church. He conocido que las gentes que vienen a Twin Hills eh, tienen perfume. Oh, you know, yes. how do you say Twin Hills in Spanish? Mm, Twin Hills. Um, tetas y maguas. Nice. Okay, so I have a terrible reaction to the fragrance. Tengo una reacción malo mm. al, al perfume. I've been requesting a fragrance-free section in the auditorium. Necesito sentarme en un lugar que no tiene el olor de perfume. And someone from facility services finally accommodated my request. Y alguien en el edificio del Twin Hills um, me ayudó. Hmm. But the fragrance-free section is just an auxiliary room with the service playing on a flat screen. Pero a donde me sentaron estoy en otro cuarto. What was the last part? It's just watching the service on a flat screen. Solo estoy en otro cuarto, eh, escuchando por el screen. I'm having trouble feeling the Holy Spirit in there by myself. Es un poquito difícil a sentir el Espíritu ahí solo. You know what's awesome is the more I hear him say it in Spanish, I actually feel like I can pretty much speak it now. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, but once you, because it, it feels like one of those languages, like when I first um, tried Pig Latin, 
Uh-huh. First, I was like, I have no idea what they're saying. But once you hear it for a li- for, you know a few, few minutes, it pretty because all he, you know, not not to um, not to put uh, make it too broad, but it's all, almost like he kind of adds a bit of a, f- a fiery flavor to each word. So you know, if you ask me, you know, it's like necessito, necessary, necessito, uh, uh, chambre uh, is necessito. Uh, flat screen, uh, uh, you know yeah. that, that you know that means I need a flat screen in the room yeah. or something. Yeah. You know, you're I'm, very close. Right, you're very right. close. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I feel like we're almost there. We're down the field. Right. Yeah. So it just ends with a question: What would you do if you were me, your friend Jesse K? Entonces mi pregunta es: ¿Qué hicieras si era yo, tu amiga, Jesse K, Jessica K? I am so blown away. Well, you know, this is an interesting question uh, because we get a lot of requests for special accommodations here at, at Twin Hills. Some people want a fragrance-free section. Some people want gluten-free food. Some people want uh, a wheelchair ramp. But what I would say is, you know, we we have accommodated it, but this, now this person's feeling very alone over in an ox room uh, just with a flat screen and they can't feel the Holy Spirit. What I would say is um, think of Jesus in the leper, mm. okay? A lot of people didn't want to touch the leper yeah, of course. because um, they didn't want to turn into a leper. They didn't want to have, you know. Leprosy. So they didn't want to talk to the leper, but 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 somebody did, and that was Jesus. So what I would say is instead of you, Jesse K, or Jessica uh, uh, Jessica Ka. what we can say to you is, hey, every now and then, if you're feeling lonely, somebody's going to come in and pop in and say, hey, we're thinking about you over here in the main auditorium. The Holy Spirit can come in here just as much, well, almost as much as it can come into the main auditorium. We're thinking about you. We love you. We're praying for you. Yeah. You know what I would say? Have you ever been to any of those karaoke places where you get your own room and you take your friends in there and you get on the karaoke machine and you have a whole night and you go crazy and you're having fun in there impressing each other with your vocal skills or not caring if you don't have them? Uh, sure. I say, you know what? Make some friends who also have some special needs, like needing to not be near people's cologne and perfume, and bring them in there. And you got your whole thing going on in there. And, you know, the Bible says that where there are two or more gathered in his name, that he is there. So you just got to get one more person in there with you. And then you got a church basically going on. You know, we are the church. The church is in the building. We've said this before. We are the church. Right? I love that. Isn't I love that. How do you say that in Spanish? We are the church. Somos la iglesia. Somos, somos a, we are the church. Yes. Somos, uh, so, somos la iglesia. La iglesia. Yeah. Like Julio Iglesia. That's right. What is uh, it? Enrique Iglesias. He's so good. Wow. He is named after the church. He should be singing praise and worship. Yes, I could. You know, I wish I knew him personally. I do not. Um, but I would love for him to make an appearance. Well, if you ever run into him, you have your in. You know what to say. You say, hey, your last name is Iglesia. Get hey. in here. Get in get here. In here. Yes. You know what I mean? See? And by get in here, I would say, pull him into an embrace. Get in here. Oh, yes. Because you are the church. Yes. And that's so neat. Yes. What do you think about this question, Espy? It's okay. Every, yes. Okay. Um, you know, I would say I would personally take it from someone who is not in the main room, who is in another room. I would love to be in the ox room. But we are in a room that's a, even further from the ox room oh, right. where we do it. So I would, first of all, love to be in that situation. Oh. But know that if you are just like me, if you are not in the main room, you are just as much a part of right. what is going on. So 
anywhere you go. Isn't that the truth? Now, where is the... I actually don't know where Mess meets. Where is it? You know, I cannot actually give the exact direction because I don't know. I kind of point people like, oh, you know where the ox room is? Don't you keep keep going going further down. And then when you make a couple of turns and you think that's the door, that's not it. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. And then you see the window, but there's no windows in the room. So you have to, that's not it. Okay. And it's a bit a window it's not there it's not okay. that keep going keep okay. going keep going and there's a, a staircase you go up sure. and then you walk around the hallway oh. and then by this point i tell them you know at this point i don't follow your heart right yeah. and you will find it and follow because this. i i read that for real i right. do not know how to explain how to get there how do you say twin hills again tetas himaguas oh well yeah. adios from tetos in midwest himaguas Edri Molina was played by Eddie Mujica. He is a lovely human. Oh my gosh. Follow him at Mujica on both Twitter and Instagram. That's M-O-O-H-E-E-K-A-H. And check him out on the last Wednesday of every month at Second City Hollywood in his all Latinx variety show, Geraldo Presenta. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon. 